0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Alright, welcome to the show, World Soccer Radio, here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Also coming to you on Sirius. XM, as well as iHeartRadio. Tune in the award-winning SiriusXM app, and I'd like you to welcome to the show all of our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network. This is World Soccer Radio. I'm Nick Eber. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, or Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. A lot to get to today as we look back at the Premier League matches uh, gone by over the weekend. And I will tell you, my Choices were not the best, but there was one massive, massive, massive result I gave you, uh, and one bet I gave you, and that if you took me up on it, you would have got paid plus 450. Yes, I'm telling you again. It, the money line paid plus 450 but enough betting let's talk about the weekend in the premier league let's talk about the race for the top 4 of course this week tomorrow a massive massive match uh, real madrid chelsea the first of two legs in the champions league semi-final and of course coming up afterwards is the really the semi-final i think that should be the final in some regards which is manchester city versus psg the the two teams i think the standout teams of the of the Champions League. So we've got a load to get to today. We've only got an hour to do it. By the way, every day, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern time. Then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast for all you early birds listening on Sports Overnight America. That's when we talk the beautiful game right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. So I hope you will make me a regular part of your week so that we can uh, talk the beautiful game, continue the conversation, and have a little fun doing it. Uh, There were some big matches over the weekend, and we are going to pick them up on the other side of the break. Uh, But the top four situation right now is starting to solidify, and I am going to say that with the result that Leicester City got, we're really only talking about two spots open in the champions league spot so so much to get to uh if you have a chance head over to our podcast network the believe bleav podcast network and you can uh, check out our podcast which is this show and you can have it download to your device every day so uh if should you miss the show you can listen to it while you're on the loo okay be right back after this All right, welcome back. World Soccer Radio, Sports Byline Broadcast Network, and Sirius XM, as well as the award-winning Sirius XM app. Also, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, American Forces, and the Believe Podcast Network. Uh, Let's get to some of the matches over the weekend. And I think what we're going to do today is do it a little bit differently because I gave you all the money lines and odds. And by the way, uh, I I tell you to go to our title sponsor because if you are into sports betting and you don't even have to be like you know somebody that it's it's their life if you want to just kind of like when you're cooking you put a little extra spice in put a little pepper put a little you know chives and some salt and you know you you kick it up a notch right i think emerald says that well if you want to kick up your sports viewing enjoyment a little sports bet here and there you know, don't go crazy. You don't make it a lifestyle. You just kind of have a fun time with it. And there's no better place to go for that than my good friends and the sponsor of this show, betonline.ag. Look, they've got everything you might want in terms of sports betting. They've got just about every sport under the planet, uh, on the planet. We're talking about uh, uh, baseball, basketball, college sports, M uh, uh, Major League Soccer, Premier League, La Liga, Syria, Liga 1, uh, Argentinian League. They've even got the Zimbabwean 15th Division. I mean, everything you might want, they have at betonline.ag plus some of the absolute best prop bets in the biz. Loads of fun. Head over to, head over to betonline.ag right now. You can go over on your mobile device too, sign up and get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. You heard me right. That is a 55 0. Percent bonus on your first deposit at BetOnline.ag. Your sports book experts. All right. Uh, so the nice thing is that we had a lot of surprises over the weekend, and I say nice. Uh, you know, it, it is a little awkward for me because I'm a Liverpool supporter, and I have to tell you, it has been a season of such monumental disappointment that the 1-1 draw at Anfield against Newcastle United uh, was shouldn't have come as a surprise to me. I mean, it really, really shouldn't have come as a surprise to me. That when you look... At Liverpool who have played 17 home games they have only won eight of them now that puts them seventh in the table in terms of current home form but that's pretty bloody bad Arsenal even worse by the way they've won six out of 17 home games It's it, it's really shockingly appalling for a team like Liverpool that is considered to have one of the best you know home records on the planet. Well, that's gone by the wayside. It's going to take a hundred years to overcome this stain from this season. Terrible, terrible weekend. So when I gave you Liverpool at minus three eighty-five to win, they were the clear odds makers' favourite. If I'd given you the draw plus 540, you would be very, very happy because it was a 1-1 draw. Once again, second match in a row, Liverpool give up a late goal for the equaliser. Folks, that is mental weakness. I'm sorry, that's just the end of it. It is mental mental fragility, the ability to see out a match that you're giving up a goal late into stoppage time against Leeds United. And by the way, Leeds United, credit to them. Played great, put lots of pressure on Liverpool. So, that match goes by the wayside. I gave you the wrong answer for that one. West Ham-Chelsea. Well, I thought this one might be a draw because this was sort of a clash of the top four. Chelsea eke out the 1-0 win at the London Stadium and get themselves some well-needed breathing room. uh, Three points between them and West Ham. Chelsea in fourth, West Ham in fifth. We're going to go through this in a little bit and talk about, you know, top four positions, but... Right now we're going through the results. So that was a loser. Then the next match was at Bramall Lane, and I told you very clearly that I thought Sheffield United were going to win this match against Brighton for the sole reason that they had absolutely no expectations, no pressure, no nothing. They're relegated. Brighton, Brighton need the points because they are want to stay out of the drop zone. Where well, they are, what uh, they are now. Six points from Fulham. Seven points away from Fulham. There are five matches left to play, 15 points on the table. Both of these teams are awful. So, you know, anything could happen. So I felt Brighton really needed it. Sheffield didn't. I said this was an absolute complete pick for Sheffield with the upset. And guess what? A plus 450. I told you to take Sheffield at Bramall Lane. And they won. You would have got plus 450 on that one. Uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers Burnley. Uh, You know, this is in keeping with Wolves' absolutely bizarro season, right? Completely bizarro season. Wolves were one of the way better teams in the Premier League last year. They really were. And and this season, they are... I mean, I I suppose if you look at it sort of ratio-wise, they're probably... As disappointing to Wolves fans as Liverpool is to Liverpool supporters. But they've been a big disappointment this season. They're still in 12th spot. That's okay. The results haven't been good. Yeah, they're beating the crap teams. Absolutely. Uh, Burnley, one might want to consider, could be in that sort of crappy team sort of bucket. But hey, if you told me Burnley, we're going to go to Molyneux and beat Wolves, who are injury-ridden. They have a lot of injury problems. I get that. But if I told you Burnley would beat them 4-0, a team that has only scored, four, how many goals has Burnley scored? Uh, guys, tell me. 30 goals on the season. Thank you. <laughs> More than 10% of their goals were scored in this one match. Wow against a really good uh, quality manager, a Nuno Espirito Santo at Wolves. Uh, shocking result, anyway. Well done, Burnley. If you bet that at betonline.ag, you would've got plus 260. Once again, I failed you miserably. The, the The only redeeming factor I can give you is that the one so far that I haven't failed you on was a massive, massive payout a 450. All right, Leeds Man United. I I thought, you know, I said to you on this one specifically, this was going to be an upset. Leeds were going to win or it was going to be a draw. Well, I think I got this one nailed down for you because this was a draw. Leeds United, nil-nil, doing the same thing that they did uh, to Liverpool, which is showing they are a very good team with a quality, quality manager. I look forward to seeing Leeds next season. But that one we got correct. Uh, Aston Villa, West Bromwich Albion. That was the next match that we had picked and I said that that one was going to be a Villa win at Villa Park and ended up being 2-2 against the second worst team in the league. So I got that one wrong. And then finally today's match, Leicester City getting the business done against Crystal Palace and solidifying their top four position. I don't see anyone catching them right now. Seven points separate West Ham in fifth spot and Leicester City in third. Well done, Leicester City. So that's a roundup of the matches from the weekend. Uh, we're going to talk about all the matches. Plus, I want to talk to you a little bit about Arsenal Football Club and what's going on at this absolute disaster of a club right now. Again, coming off a loss at home against Everton uh, after a uh, draw at home against bottom-dwelling Fulham. This Arsenal team is an absolute disaster. And, you know, we have to ask ourselves, What is the problem with the Gunners? Where is this legendary team uh, of the past? Where are they now? There is so much to talk about right here on World Soccer Radio, on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, and Sirius XM. Uh, I will be right back after this. This is World Soccer Radio presented by BetOnline.ag. Welcome back, World Soccer Radio, Nick Gieber with you. By the way, just got a new phone, very excited about it. This isn't an ad, not yet anyway. (laughs) I just got a Samsung uh, Ultra S21 Plus Ultra thingamajig. Wow, I can't believe how cool these phones have become. All these gadgets, these unbelievable cameras. This one shoots in 8K. That's really pretty cool. I don't know why I'm talking to you about this, probably because uh, I'm amused with it. It's given me some good quality amusement because uh, god knows you didn't get it in the academy awards did you did anybody watch the oscars did you guys watch the oscars yesterday oh my god not a single one of those music the chicago seven i watched it was not riveting none of those other films that were up for the big awards soul i enjoyed but none of those other films that were up for the big awards were films that I, I would have any desire to go see. Really? I want to go see a film about a woman who lost everything, became homeless, and wandered around the country? I mean, how on earth is that entertaining? Films, I want my entertainment to be just that, entertaining. I don't need to go to a movie theater and or or, or pay streaming dollars and be depressed. God, it's like, oh, oh, God. Well, you know, I suppose I'm a bit hypocritical. I love Joy Division and have, uh, you know, since they started really and uh, that's probably the world's most depressing band. Let's, let's be honest but you know by the same token i suppose adele does really well and, and as talented as adele is if there ever was music to slit your wrist by and, and drain out slowly it would be an adele album wouldn't you think anyway i didn't see the oscars apparently the lowest rated oscar show in uh modern era in recent times and i'm not surprised look hollywood has to make movies that entertain us i want escapism i don't really want to know how bad it is for a lot of people out there because i watch the news i know how bloody bad it is out there for a lot of people and i empathize and i commiserate and and i wish we could all do something about it and we should We should pull uh, our proverbial fingers out of our proverbial backsides and get up and do something about it. But God knows, I don't need to see a movie about that. Oh, awful. All right, well, look. Let's get off it. I don't know what got me on that tangential discussion. But, you know, we're not only limited to international football here. We can talk about everything. By the way, support for this show is brought to you by Just Live, a trusted source for high-quality wellness CBD products. And it's created by athletes just for you. I take CBD oil. I I will be honest. I I have arthritis in my neck and my back and my legs, back in the sort of service-related injuries. You know, when you're 17, 18, 19, 20, and your body is stressed out and put through enormous uh, uh, high stresses, and you get injured and doctors say, oh, you know, we'll fix you right up. Don't worry about it. You won't feel this for another 40 years. Well, guess what? That 40 years does come up pretty quickly. And then you're thinking, oh, I feel like crap. So CBD helps. And Just Live came out with their new CBD gummy line. And they got six different flavors and functions, including sleep, energy, focus, immunity, calm, and uh, vitamin C. Plus these are vegan and low sugar. In case you were wondering, Just Live was founded by uh, professional athletes, Clay Thompson, Alex Morgan, Travis Pastrana and Paul Rodriguez, because they wanted to create a CBD product that they could trust and that they could stand behind. So if you need support with sleep, focus, energy, stress, or any of the other things I mentioned, I highly recommend giving these a try. And right now, if you buy one of their new gummy products, you get the other one free, which means since there's six different benefits to choose from, you don't have to just choose one benefit. You could choose a couple. So you do this by visiting justlife.com. Use the word support to buy one get one free that's right buy one get one free of the new gummy line with code support at justlive.com that's buy one get one free justlive.com use quote use code support uh, i thoroughly recommend that you do that um Champions League matchup tomorrow semi finals two legs of course the semi finals it is Chelsea uh, Real madrid tomorrow Interestingly enough, this is one of the least impressive Real Madrid teams you've seen in a long time. This, for me, is a team, I think, that is of the four teams, and it's bizarre to say this, right? I mean, you're going to sort of check yourself when you say this. That of Real Madrid, Chelsea, Manchester City, and Paris Saint-Germain, right now I would say Real Madrid are the weakest of those four teams. And so tomorrow, starting in Spain, we've got Madrid versus Chelsea. A huge match, a really fun match, one that you are definitely, definitely uh, going to want to see. The Champions League is the preeminent club competition. It is, in fact, the true European Super League. Come on, people. All right. (laughs) Uh, And I'm going to get back to this in a minute here. But. Uh, there's a side of me, I mean, I really want Chelsea to win this match. Uh, I just don't think Madrid really are good. And by the way, they did beat Liverpool, so it tells you everything you need to know about how bad Liverpool are, right? This is a a Real Madrid team that's right at the precipice of a massive rebuilding operation ahead of them. And um, uh, yes, uh, Chelsea, I think, will win in Madrid, and I think they will in turn take that back to uh, Stamford Bridge and get to the final. As On the other side, for the Wednesday match, that is a different matter. That is going to be the match you want to watch. If you haven't watched any matches all year, you're going to want to see that semi-final between Manchester City and Paris Saint-Germain because, quite honestly, uh, it's actually the other way around. It's in Paris. It's uh, PSG versus Manchester City rather than the other way around Uh, because, you know, you want to see Mbappe and Neymar and, you know, all these other great players play against a great Man City side. This is going to be the match. This should really be the final. Gut feeling for me is that we're going to have an all-English final in the Champions League. What that means for PSG, what that means for Pochettino, I don't know. Uh, A second year of disappointment. A very good team, PSG, by the way. No no doubt about how good this PSG team is. But I think it's going to be an all-English final. And I think Man City will win it. To go with, by the way, congratulations to Man City beating Tottenham. I think if you watch the, uh, the League Cup final, that will show you why the possession stat is meaningless. Uh, Manchester City basically didn't give the ball to Tottenham the entire game, yet only managed to score one goal. All right. So what I want to talk about is uh, exactly this. It's the Champions League. By the way, another fun story. Maybe I'll talk a little bit about this on the other side of the break. Uh, talking about how the teams, the two teams that are guaranteed a return to the Premier League, why other Premier League teams are thrilled and happy beyond belief about that. And we we'll talk about Norwich and Watford, by the way. You may have seen them last year in the Premier League. That is why. We're going to talk about that. But what I want to get back to here is the fact that, you know, we're talking about the Champions League. And I say it's the best, the Premier. It is the European Super League that for some reason we've started talking about again. What is the difference between the European Super League today, the quote-unquote Champions Champions League, and the European Super League envisioned by Florentino Perez and all the greedy SOBs at the 12 clubs that were willing to make a break for it. Well, the difference is, of course, if you're Arsenal, if you're Liverpool, you're thinking, oh God, we had a terrible year, a rebuilding year, but we're still guaranteed a place in the biggest tournament in the world. All that delicious, yummy, yummy TV money is going to come our way. To hell with the other teams. It doesn't matter we're going to be there year in and year out of course we don't have that league thank god we have a league where liverpool will not make the champions league next year and guess what they don't deserve to isn't that what you want to see isn't it about what you deserve and not what you get didn't we get away from royalty and aristocracy in america Why are Americans so excited about having a European Super League where sporting merit means nothing? It's just about how rich you are. Help me me align these two concepts. Help me marry these two things. So we don't like a society and a government that is preordained, although in reality we have one, but that's not necessarily the right conversation for a sports show we throw out the monarchy we don't like lords and ladies this is america you make it on hard work the sweat off your back the dedication the motivation risk-taking that will be rewarded success is rewarded and that's what's made this country great. But in our sports leagues, we want the total opposite. It's a little like Hollywood. It's a little like what? Well, very much like Hollywood. And I'm going to explain what I mean here. And I may run out of time. And I, in which case, I, I will pick it up on the other side. One of the things that big money always does when they get their hands on something this new and edgy and different, and yeah, we can go back to musical genres, and maybe we will do that in the next segment here, is once the mainstream biz, with a capital B, gets a hold of it, it waters things down, it shaves the edges off them, it makes them prepackaged and pre-positioned for mass consumption, and we start to love and fall in love and become loyal to our brands. It doesn't matter how bad it is, it's the brand, and it's the money that's stuck into the brand, and the value of the brand. It's not what the brand actually does. It's not as if your Coke or your Pepsi, whether you like the taste of it, you know, those are valuable brands. I have to go to break. Let's pick this up on the other side. We're having an interesting discussion. Be right back. World Soccer Radio. Sex and drugs and rock and roll. Ah, the good days are coming back. Need. Go get your vaccination, people. Go get it right now. Then you can have uh, the sex and the drugs and the rock and roll, all the stuff we've missed terribly during this pandemic. Uh, And there are parts of the world that are suffering the worst ever part of the pandemic. So I don't want to make light of that. Uh, Here in America, I think we seem to be definitely in recovery mode. I mean, there are still people getting sick and sadly still people getting dying. and I don't want to say but because there's really nothing you can say that's a but on the other side of that. Um, I would say, despite the terrible sadness of all the people getting sick and dying, uh, the vaccination rates are up. We are slowly uh, turning a page. And um, I think the days of sex and drugs and rock and roll, well, hopefully not too far away from us again. And I know once these stadiums are filled, uh, we should see a little less volatility in the results side of uh, sports, including the Premier League. All right, welcome back to the show, World Soccer Radio. Your host, Nick Gieber. Find me on Twitter at Nick Gieber. Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Uh, before the break, I was talking to you about this notion of merit and versus um, entitlement. I suppose that's the way, right? You know, the word entitlement has sort of become a bad word here in America, right? Oh, these are, quote, entitlement programs. Uh, uh, you know, it, it's not about how hard you work or what you do. All these sorts of things. We have this this incredibly bizarre outlook about society and about success and about, you know, we laud and celebrate the new masters of business and uh, uh, whether it's the uh, bloke that's uh, uh, the Spotify owner that's making a bid for a team—we're going to get to that in a second. Uh, whether it's uh, you know Elon Musk or Bill Gates, or although he's now old and fuddy-duddy, I suppose uh, these sorts of guys, these sort of masters of entrepreneurialism—these uh, are the guys that we worship as our sort of new lords and ladies. They are the American aristocracy, even if they're not American. But that's what we see as our aristocrats. That's who we see as our sort of top tier of society, those people that have built and earned massive wealth and success. It's not, you know, whether you're a third great, third great grandchild of a Rockefeller or, uh, you know, or or Henry Ford or what have you. But yet when it comes to our sports, that's exactly what we do, right? Isn't that exactly what we do on sports? Does it matter to you that, for example, you could take a look at the NFL, all right, and you could take a look at teams that are rubbish, right? And I think there are plenty of NFL teams that are rubbish, Raiders, sorry, I have something uh, stuck in my throat there. And it doesn't matter how good you are. It doesn't matter how bad you are. It doesn't matter anything. You're in the league no matter what you're in the club because you wrote a big check. But the brand, it's a you know the the owners of these clubs are, are relying on the fact that you love their brand. It doesn't matter whether they're having a crappy year or a wonderful year. You love their brand. Yeah, winning the Super Bowl will definitely benefit the brand. They'll sell more T-shirts. They'll sell more hats. They'll sell more season tickets. Not that they need to. They'll get bigger TV rights fees. That's absolutely great. But at the end of the day, if they come bottom of the league or top of the league, they'll be back next year to do it all again. It's what American and big business does when it gets a hold of something a little different. It mainstreams it, it, sh- it, sh- it shaves the edges off it, and it makes it prepackaged for general consumption. Promotion and relegation does not do that. Getting into a tournament by dint of achievement doesn't do that. And you know, it's so funny because, you know, the one thing Americans love is the playoffs, right? It's like you, fundle, you fumble your way through the years, the, the season, and then at the end you come up with this, if you can make the playoffs, great. And, and you could have a crappy season, run hot into the playoffs, and win. And really, isn't the Champions League kind of like that, if you think about it? Isn't the Champions League kind of the playoffs for the best club team in Europe? If you win your league or come in the, you know, the, the Champions League positions, you have won your way into the, quote, playoffs, I guess is a, an American way of looking at it. So why is there such a resounding level of support for closed leagues, closed systems, and this rubbish European Super League? Well, oh, I get to see Real Madrid play Juventus every year, no matter what. Oh, oh I couldn't bear to have a champions league season or a european super league season without the big 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 boys in it well that's rubbish and who on earth says arsenal is a big boy who says ac milan or inter milan or atleti are big boys who makes that statement? What makes a big boy of global football? A, I will tell you, a team that has a storied past and history of success and a team that is living up to that standard in this era today. Is Arsenal a big boy of football based on those on, 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 on that yardstick? Absolutely not. Is Liverpool? Probably. But you know what? After this season, they're not going to be. Because they don't deserve to be in the Champions League unless they can somehow force Chelsea off their spot. Because isn't that really what we're talking about? So the news today, uh, in the last couple of days that there is a move afoot led by the owner of Spotify, uh, a young Swedish gentleman who happens to have made uh, billions uh, in, I believe he's worth like three and a half billion dollars. Congratulations to him. Is preparing a bid with the likes of Thierry Henry and Patrick Vieira and other quote unquote greats of Arsenal. And I think you could, you know, You'd, you'd be a fool not to recognise the fact that those are indeed Arsenal greats. Uh, tabling a bid to buy the Gunners from uh, Stan Kroenke, the worst owner in sports. Does Kroenke want to sell? Absolutely not. If you remember, a couple of years ago, Alex Usmanov was the other majority share was the other shareholder of Arsenal, a Russian billionaire was absolutely flummoxed by Kroenke and his unwillingness to invest any money in this team. He tried to buy the team. Kroenke ended up buying him out. So he can do what? That's the question, right? So he can do what with it? Continue to mire a mediocrity? Look, your Arsenal is seeing the same problem the Man United saw. It's very difficult to replace a legend. I will say this. Sir Alex Ferguson, wildly more successful at Man United than Arsene Wenger was at Arsenal. Not to diminish Arsene Wenger's successes at Arsenal. But it seemed to me that Arsene Wenger, year in and year out, his greatest achievement was winning what I commonly call the Wenger Trophy. Which is, you know, a ticket back to the Champions League for the next year. But Kroenke is a terrible owner. And if Arsenal hope to get back to the promised land of Champions League football and be able to compete with teams like Leicester City and Chelsea and United and West Ham and Liverpool and to a degree Tottenham, and let's not leave Everton out of the equation, okay? Everton are in a rebuilding mode and have a lot of money. They are going to have to invest in the club. And so if Kroenke is not willing to do that, he has to go what is it? We're going to find out what the end game for some of these American owners in the Premier League is in short order here. You have to believe that for Kroenke, owning Arsenal was just, the, the plan all along was to hold on to the club and get them into some European Super League where they could never get relegated and that based purely on the past successes of Arsenal Football Club. I know that's you know, a cynical way to look at it. And I God, I hope, I pray, that Fenway Sports Group isn't thinking the same thing with Liverpool. I know for sure the Glazers are with United. The Glazers would like nothing more than guaranteed revenue year in and year out to offset their debt payments. They would like nothing more than to not have to rely on an Ole Solshire Solskjaer or the big egos of a player or two on the club to dictate whether or not they're going to get that delicious European football money next year. What this does is it reduces the power of the players and the manager. It strips it and it becomes only based on your name, and the value of your brand. Or Now the business department is the one that runs the show. Footballing merit means nada. And that's why this European Super League was such an abomination. And I said in the last show, I think it's dead, I think it's dead, thank God. I don't think it's dead. And if you listen to Florentino Perez, I don't think you think it's dead either. I think they're biding their time. I think they made a calculated tactical mistake in the method and manner <clears throat> in which they announced the league. But now that the groundwork's set, woo, watch out. The Glazers are looking, thinking, oh my God, we got to get that back. I know Stan Kroenke is, but if Kroenke can't have that, does he stay with Arsenal? I'm telling you, I don't think he does. I think the gamble in the Premier League is much too much for traditional American ownership to stomach. And it is a gamble, folks. And you have to admire them. And by the way, be thankful for them for owning your team and for investing them up to this point. So it's not always, you know, they're the bad guy. But if this Swedish bloke who created Spotify picks up Arsenal, he's apparently been an Arsenal fan since he was a kid, you add Vieira... You add Thierry Henry to the mix. All of a sudden, you've got a serious, well-lubricated ownership group that understands the game and the beauty of the game and could maybe elevate Arsenal back to its former glory. As for Tottenham, well, we're going to see what the manager does. As for Chelsea, look, you see right there what Tuchel has done for Chelsea Football Club. Do you think they would be where they are now in fourth spot? Champions League semi-final? If Frank Lampard was still at the helm, uh, nothing that much against Frank Lampard. But I think you're seeing the difference, varying difference in quality of manager right there. All right. By the way, big match. The big match coming up. Huge one coming up on Sunday. Let's not forget Old Trafford. Liverpool will go visit Man United for one of the most heated rivalry in all of global sports. All right. I'm Nick Geber. This is World Soccer Radio. I hope you've enjoyed the show. I'm not really sure kind of what I was trying to say on this show. It's ended up being sort of an open mic uh, train of thought ramble from me, but I feel better. So I suppose it's worth it. Think of it as therapy for me. I hope you got a little something out of it too. Be right back to wrap it up here on World Soccer Radio. Oh, I couldn't resist. You know, I'm going to put a little money, money, money from ABBA back on our playlist here on World Soccer Radio with this European Super League discussion and talking about the greed of the Cronkies and the Glazers and the FSGs and the Florentino Perez's of the world. I thought there was no better song to bring back in and put back in rotation than Money, Money, Money from ABBA. I'm just sorry that I didn't actually get to the money, money, money bit, but I don't want to fall afoul of any copyright violations. Uh, You're allowed a certain uh, length of time with a song uh, before you uh, get into the naughty land here on the radio. All right. Uh, World Soccer Radio, Nick Gieber. I hope you'll make me a regular part of your week right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, uh, Sirius. XM Radio, as well as American Forces, iHeartRadio, tune in the award-winning series XM app. And just a reminder to please go download our podcast at the Believe Podcast Network, B-L-E-A-V. We are presented to you by betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And if I have just a second here, and I may or may not uh, enough time to give you the odds for tomorrow's match, but I'm telling you, I think Chelsea advance regardless out of this semi-final, I think we have an all-English final. However, I think the City PSG game will be close. There's something I don't like about Real Madrid this year. Uh, They're they're not a great team, but I think Tuchel has got this Chelsea team firing on all cylinders and believing, and this is an incredible opportunity for them to really do something that they haven't done uh, in a long, 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 long time, which is, uh, you know, bring home the big one, right? Bring home the bacon. Uh, All right, so we will talk more about this... As we go along, Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Reach out to me. Love to hear from you. have had listeners reach out, request songs. By the way, we played Oasis Supersonic. That was a listener. Said, I want to hear Oasis Supersonic on the bumper music. I said, I'll make it happen. All right, folks. Speak to you tomorrow. Have a great night. Enjoy the Champions League match tomorrow. Cheers. Cheers.